Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at chopskicksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. Hello, ladies, gentlemen, and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum, and welcome back to Stardom Quest, the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world. I am Zoya's Alex, and I am joined by Dylan. Hi, Dylan. Hi, Alex. I was prepared for you to drop some on me again. I feel like the last few weeks you've been cutting off any any bit potential I had and just like throwing yours in, so um, I wasn't really prepared. But no, I mean, <laughs> I feel like every time we come back to this, uh, the world ends. Um, just like randomly, uh, not the world, the world in this case, but just stardom, just like chaos ensues. Um, Mina Shirakawa had her best match of her career. She also, um, I'm talking about this past weekend, obviously she had the best match of her career. She also wrestled Saya Kamatani, I think. I don't know. But yeah, she had, she had the best match of her career. Um, as did Nagi Sayaka, uh, uh, the rest um... of the Cosmic Angels unit, uh, I think, I think they really, they really had. Uh, that five-star potential right there um, at, at volume two. So happy to talk about that. Oh, I'm sure the listeners will be eager to know how much or how little you felt while watching this match, I think. <laughs> no, like, I I love digging myself a hole. Because, like, I thought of that. I was like, damn, a lot of people are saying this is Mina's best match, the Sayakam Tani one. And I'm just like, what if I... <laughs> what if I say differently? <laughs> That is this that is basically the summation of all of your jokes. What if I go left <laughs> instead of right? Yeah. That is, I'm that left handed, is, that's true. It's the peak of comedy. Um Yeah, I mean we'll uh we'll get there, I guess. Um speaking of Unagi, I learned that she has like five YouTube channels because her, her YouTube channel was randomly in my YouTube recommendations and I was like, That's Unagi. <laughs> like what are you doing here? Um so apparently she does that. I had, I had no idea. That's that's. Uh, I, I was unaware too. Yeah, I just saw her big face popped up, and then her face is in the profile in the picture as well. I don't I don't have it. It's probably gone now. The I didn't watch YouTube the video. Movie. Like I didn't I didn't God watch the video. Why would I have watched the video? I don't. Because it's Unagi. Yeah, and. God damn it! You're useless. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. The news from Stardom uh, was fairly quiet on that front. I think the only announcement really is that on night one of Royal Quest, uh, there's a there's a tag match built, uh, booked to to build to the uh, Ava versus 
Jazzy Gabbert match, and it is Kanji and Alpha Female, I think, is the team, versus uh, Alex Windsor and the Ava. So they booked two people who are better than the people in the tournament. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did. I, I, I can understand they couldn't get Alex Windsor. She is the, you know, TJPW International Princess Champion. She probably wasn't allowed to work the tournament. Kanji is right there. And Kanji is a lot better than the Ava. I feel like Kanji versus Alpha Female could at least be decent, you know? Like, I trust Kanji. Um, they were like, no, we need, we need the Ava, so... You know what's also funny that I just thought about? Wasn't Pro Wrestling Eve uh, advertising that you would be in England at some point, like now? Yeah. Well, kind of. They've they've kind of been like she will be over eventually. Um, I don't know when that is. Because I was gonna say we we could see we could see the NSA, uh, but no, I, I oh think I think this is. I don't think <laughs> I they'd be allowed. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, the yeah, other. I mean... As, as I don't know a lot of Brit, Brit Rest as as you do, obviously being the Irish Irishman you are, um, but yeah, I, I've heard Kanji's definitely better. Obviously, Alex Winter's better because I've I know that much, but I think pretty much anybody would be better than where we're at uh, with, yeah. with this. With yeah, this pretty much, pretty much. Um, so you know, if you're going to Royal Quest, enjoy that solid tag match to uh, to build to what could be a dreadful match on day two. Um, the only other announcement also concerns that tournament. Uh, the person who got a bye to the semi-final of the international bracket was Kyrie. So uh, that is that smell of yeah, that reeks of oh shit, we couldn't get our first choice because yeah. there's no reason you have Kyrie in that tournament and don't announce it during the New Japan press conference. Like that's just silly, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so like that's that's kind of why I was I was smelling too is that it's like okay some there was some type of politics involved in the situation whether it was AEW couldn't give over their star or one of the many returns to the WWE sidetracked this. Um, there's there's no way that Kyrie was just the the girl, especially considering that like we don't know, but we both kind of had the idea that she would be Wonder Champion by now. So mm-hmm. uh, there's definitely no way that this was. And also, if she had gotten to wrestle that match cause, and she didn't get struck with COVID, uh, she would have either won or lost it, which would have very heavily changed her outlook going forward and wouldn't have placed her in this tournament, um, regardless of if she won or lost. It, yeah, uh, I imagine that either TK was like, oh, we, we need to, I need to keep tony or jamie or whoever the fuck it was or soraya uh who fucking knows that would be funny um it wouldn't it would make me very sad but it would be funny um how long do you think it would take julia to break her back soraya's in a match yeah oh already broken back one one grapple exchange like as soon as she shoots for a double leg that woman's no 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 you know what you know what's gonna happen is that julia's gonna do her her elaborate arm drag and everything's just gonna crumble uh... <laughs> oh my god oh my god oh, sorry okay I, I was talking about something and i just got okay but no like seriously i think it was probably either that or 
literally like somebody had a handshake or a, a verbal agreement that's like, oh yeah, I'd love to come to Japan. I could do this this angle, blah blah blah. And then Triple H is like, hey, or you could be in damage control. And then they chose damage control. You know what I mean? Like, or it's like Candice LeRae, or it's fucking. Amy oh, it was. It, it feels like it was definitely Dakota Kai. Like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like it was probably her. Um, and and now she isn't around. So yeah, sad. Um, but that is the other announcement that kind of changes some of the outlook of the tournament. I still assume Mayu is going to win. Um, but now you can do a Mayu versus Kyrie final, which is a very smart match to do on a show with New Japan. Because um, presumably you're going to have a lot of foreign fans watching Stardom for the first time, and they would know Mayu and Kyrie. Because obviously, you know, a lot of people's knowledge of Stardom comes from when Dave was like, yeah, so the three best women's wrestlers in the world are in the freedom. And that's why most people know them anyway. Um, so, you know, putting my own Kyrie there kind of makes sense to play to a bigger audience. And uh, it's a big enough match, I guess, to do for the uh, is it the Ariaki arena that they're running. The big one. I don't know. Yeah. So it, it, it makes sense if they're going to do Mayu versus Kyrie. And that's a pretty cool final to do to, to immediately kind of establish the belt. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> hopefully. Uh, I don't know. Alpha alpha female was talking mad shit, Alex, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I don't... Uh, and I also, don't... I, I, I obviously we got to talk about this later, but I was talking about with my friend, and they were like, wouldn't it be just like peak stardom uh, to give somebody who hasn't wrestled for the company in eight years the traveling title so that they don't have to deal with it? Oh. Yeah. Which is a very stardom thing to do. It's like so... it's like oh sorry, you want you want Mayu to work New York tapings? Uh we can ah. give you Jazzy. Do you want Jazzy? Pump that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, that that's scary. Um, but I think it is a safe assumption that it is uh it's AF versus Mayu. Or not no I... no, 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 that's Kyrie, it's Kyrie yeah. Mayu, Kyrie yeah. Mayu. Yeah, no, you got I you hope. got there. Um, well, I suppose that's all the news. Um, and there's only one place to go after that because I really don't see us uh, having the same energy if we do it later. Uh, at the end of Stardom and Showcase, the Neo Stardom Army was formed, and it was met with the most backlash I've seen a Stardom angle get in forever. Like nobody liked this. Literally, nobody was a fan of this. It was amazing. Even. Um, even the people I've talked to that were like, I think people are blowing this out of proportion. They're they're shit not too much. Even they were like, I am about to watch this shit. <laughs> I, am, I like like that that like anybody who I saw that wasn't like adamantly like, oh, this is stupid, does not watch startup. Uh, they're they're just like, damn, people are really getting mad at Nanai being being around. And I'm just like, you don't understand, bro. You do not understand. Uh, yeah, it was bad. Yeah, it's so. I feel like. In execution, it wasn't very good anyway, because as we say sometimes, stardom is very bad at storytelling and that they will tell you something is the case and that is not the case. So Alpha Female and Nanai Takahashi heading the faction and being like, hey, this company's gone soft. Uh, it's full of these cute girls just wrestling. I'm like, the first ace of this company <laughs> was Yuzuki Aikawa. <laughs> She was the star of the company, man. So that alone is is ridiculous. Um, 
Okay. Now, you know what's actually funny is that this all happened because Miyu Amasaki exists. Uh, yeah. No other reason. It's just Honestly. about Miyu. That's yeah. that's why they're mad. This is actually the anti-Miyu Amasaki army. Um, I don't blame it. It is not the Neo Stardom army. It's just, <laughs> man, Miyu is too cute, and she ain't that good, and I'm going to beat her up. But then yeah. she, Miyu no-showed no it. Uh, I hope she's okay. Obviously, I said this last week. It's a joke. Yeah. You know, This is just anti-Miyu. That's it. Yeah, no, that's pretty great. Um, but yeah, they're like, oh, we're going to inject passion into the current roster and show them how it's done. And I'm like, this doesn't work when Nanai just got her ass handed to her by Siri. You know, had that match yeah. not happened, you can maybe do it. I can see I it. I mean, the idea just... is good. Like, the idea K- kind is of. Kind what of. we no Like, like we, if Hazuki a year ago hadn't joined stars which obviously i am thinking god she joined stars because it's been one of the best runs of her career um if she hadn't joined stars and used what she said in her first promo against mayu and created her own faction preferably without alpha female um that would have worked and it would have been along the same lines of it's like oh you guys are being fucking pussies like you guys aren't taking care of this company you guys aren't you know that was mainly towards the, uh, you know, the homegrowns. But still, yeah. like, I think someone like, like at that point, that would have worked, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like we are past the point of like, oh, people aren't pulling their weight. People aren't doing this. People aren't doing that. Every faction is doing well. Like, nobody in the company is like, notably like, fucking up in like storyline. You know what I mean? Like, nobody is like, taking it easy. Like, at one point, Stars was fucking fumbling every single bag that they possibly could. And that made sense why there was a storyline about that. Everybody is doing fine. Everybody yeah. has passion, you know, whatever. Like, it, it's the company, like, every the roster is, like, healthy. is like, very, very healthy right now. And this feels like it's going to make it less healthy somehow. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's really, that's really strange to me. Like, it's not, and we haven't even talked about the you aspect of it that yes, we, which is so, which doesn't about. work at all because she isn't from Stardom at all, um, or she's even also, that gen. She's like 2017 no. debut, like she's she's fairly recent as well, so she doesn't even qualify she for is that. Also, in my opinion, at this in this late stage in Nanai's career, she is the best wrestler by far. Oh, easily, in yeah. This, in this in this group, it's not even close. And she is like. She got eliminated first, bro. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, she just, you could just, she's gonna be the pin eater for the, that's one thing we didn't talk about was that her and I are in uh, tag league. Oh, yeah. Um, she's she's gonna, she's gonna be the one who loses. Nanai's not taking any of those pins. And it's like, you could do so much more. I get that they couldn't, that they weren't gonna do a full Sendai collaboration and get, you know, uh, team 200kg over. But like, I was thinking about, it's like, bro, just bring in, itsuki aoki and have them tag like that just that just is a naturally better tag team and group if they wanted to make it a group like i don't know i wanted it to be more of like a freelance army if we were mm-hmm. going to do it like this than oh we are we are the old guard of stardom and we aren't the good ones we aren't the ones that you want i mean the is cool but yoshiko isn't here uh <laughs> none of the cool like it Alpha yeah, female? see, that's that's one of really? the things. If this was like Aikawa and Bito or something, you'd be like, yeah. okay, you know, th- those two did work very hard and they kicked people in the face and stuff like that. I would get it. Um, 
alpha female held the world title for 40 days. Like, I don't know what vintage we're supposed to see her in. She's not this company legend. She was champion for a month. Like, she was a transitional champion to put the belt on EO. She wasn't this super mega star for stardom. She was, you know, she was a transitional champ. That was it, you know? So having her as part of it is a bit shit. Um, yeah, I mean, I, uh, I don't want to disres- be too disrespectful, but theoretically, B Priestley b- makes more sense in this co- in this group than fucking Alpha Female does. I'm a be honest. Even Tony I wouldn't Storm want to see has, it. Even Tony yeah. Storm would make more sense. Like, I, I wouldn't want that, but that no. would just make <laughs> actively more sense yeah. than this. <laughs> yeah, like Alpha Female just wasn't a big part of Stardom at all. So to to have her in it is is a bit strange. And I think the time for Nanai in stardom is kind of has passed us um we're putting over shiri should it was like a neat little bow on everything and you know keeping her around i don't know how great the returns are for that anymore because i feel like the audience that watched and nanai was on top is mostly gone you know a lot of those people were there for aikawa and then they left and then people were there for the freedom and not nanai you know, because she was gone by that point. Yeah. So I feel like most of the audience doesn't fully know Deny as kind of a big stardom name. And they're like, well, we saw her lose to the world champion. It doesn't matter that she was champion 10 years ago. We just saw her lose. You know what I mean? So it's it's just a weird thing altogether. And you know, th- is also in this group. Yes, and she's fine. I mean, I, I, I don't mind that. Like, I'm, uh, yeah, no, she's stuff, whatever. Like, um just odd lineup it is it is and i mean between the story execution and the just the general meh of it all it was like this is it you know this was your your big payoff um i think the worry is that it's going to be a long-term thing because like i don't want nanai regularly in the upper card of stardom anymore i feel like the roster has just moved beyond needing a presence like that um, and the same yeah. goes for Alpha Female. Now, I don't know if they're going to have somebody do a turn or whatever, which would be the worst thing ever. I've, I, oh, I, they're, I, they're I could, it. like, I could easily see Kyrie or Hazuki swerving and joining the group, and maybe they'd be the main person, um, and that would improve it. But for now, Alpha Female and Nanai heading it up is just—it's—it's it's just a shoulder shrug, really. Um, and the story itself isn't that great because, as I said, like, you can yell about. And injecting passion into the roster or whatever, but like we just saw you get beat up by Siri. Like you're not that big of a threat. And it's like, and like even on that point, I think Nanai is good in certain roles. Like I, I am hopeful for this tag league. I think her and you could do some fun stuff, though. I think it's going to be dampered by the fact that they can't really lose. Um, and if they do lose, it's just going to be you eating a lot of pins, and I'm not a big fan of that. Uh. So like I'm excited because I think I think Nanai in this at this point in time is a good tag wrestler. I mean we saw it with her and Kyrie like that was like one of my favorite starter matches like this year. Uh, so like I and that and featured Lady C for God's sake you know like like I I think Nanai has a spot, but it is not growing this new faction. You know what I mean it's like yeah. a like put her in the select spaces where it's like oh she's here she's she might be she's menacing she's here and she's menacing every couple months maybe and that's enough for me you know what i mean i don't need much more than that and i feel like they want to make it more than that i'm not i'm not 
particularly excited about it. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, Sonny was on the, the, the Meltzer boards, and seemingly he did say that not to be worried about this, that it isn't going to be a big change to the status quo. Um, now, I don't know fully what that means, unless it's just they're doing Tag League, they're going to do a bit in the tournament, and then they're going to go away. Um, or if he means, like, oh, Alpha Female isn't going to lead it, she's just, like, in it for the tournament, and then she's going to be gone. I don't know fully what he means. Do you know what would be fun? Is if, like, you know, like, those, like, how TV shows have, like, uh, Monsters of the Week, and then, like, an overarching monster that's there, like, once, twice every season? Yeah. Um, I would love it if they were that, uh, if, if, like, but at the same time, they don't have that presence is the issue. Like, this could be so cool if they just felt like they had, like, any type of momentum whatsoever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Even just Nanai and you, like, like, even though, like, yeah, it's not the best team, I think it's a bit of an oddball, like, it doesn't really work for me as somebody who likes you and likes uh, Nanai as tag team wrestlers especially. It doesn't really work, but it could be cool if it felt like it was going to be cool. I don't know. It, I'm I'm just rambling at this point. You are. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Sony seems to think that it's not something to worry about. It depends on how much you're willing to take his word as as kind of legit. Um, I'm not saying he's got, he's lying or anything, but I don't know if he's getting first-hand information. I would say probably not. Um, but he seems to think it's no big deal. I mean, so, and realistically, they have schedules, right? I mean, you yeah. is is the Pure J champion. She is the Sendai Girls Tag Team Champion. Uh, she's going to the UK at some point, as we talked about, you know, to do stuff, I guess. Uh, you know, Nanai's uh, Nanai. She's hanging out, and Alpha Female doesn't isn't in Japan. Like she will probably be in Japan a couple times in the next few months. So it shouldn't be too much, but. Just the way that they presented it was really not interesting or fun or hopeful at all. No. Um, and that is why it was met with uh, shoulder shrugs. <laughs> um, a, real, a real miss from, from stardom. A rare miss, really. I don't think they've missed this badly in a while. Like, it's just, I don't think, like, again, nobody has really liked this. And I don't, I'm not sure they're going to turn people around. Um, but we'll have to wait and see. I mean, look, if Kyrie does turn and join them, which... I don't know what adding another part-timer to the mix is going to do, but she might be a decent figurehead. Who knows? Maybe they won't turn that Kyrie. Get, that would get Kyrie to do the good Kyrie shtick instead of the potentially face Kyrie shtick. Potentially, yeah. She'd probably just be a full-time like like you know Kabuki. You know what I mean? Like, because you know how there's cool. a separate like yeah. how she like wrestles like the Kabuki and then she wrestles like you know just whatever <laughs> like i am here yes i am Kyrie. hello yeah. like I, I think we could probably get like i think he'll crack Kyrie's for the best but also i don't know story-wise if it's for the best yeah i don't really know either um but you know we'll have to wait and see how that plays out presumably it's not <laughs> going to be like a permanent thing anyway it's probably mostly going to be on showcases and maybe some of the bigger shows but um yeah we'll have to wait and see how that goes and that is that is the neo stardom army um I don't think uh, I don't think we were too harsh on it. All things considered, no. I, um, I we will talk about. <clears throat> damn, I'm losing my voice already. It's only been 20 <laughs> minutes. Um, we will talk about 
the like the reveal like the match because there are there's something like there is some funny shit about how they did this um like the reveal itself and i'll talk about that later definitely now on to the review section uh there are two shows for us to review and a third for us to just talk about uh the first show to review was on september 23rd this is a five-star grand prix show in cork and hall said 1207 fans and this aired live uh as it happened which was pretty great although it was very early so um i know i was so mad dude i was so mad because i could have watched this but it was my last night in town so my friends wanted to like take me out and shit so like i was like oh but 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 wrestling and they're like dude do not start with that shit (laughs) i was like okay fair so i I couldn't i had i had to touch grass uh forcefully unfortunately and i didn't get to watch this live very mean um the opener, we had Suzu Suzuki beating Hanan uh, with a German suplex in seven and a half minutes. Um, this was very good. This is another contender for Hanan's best match of the tournament, um, which yeah. obviously doesn't hold a lot of weight, but you know it was it was very very good, and obviously Suzu was working to to her level. Um, I enjoyed it. It was a pretty strong opener. Yeah, I mean Hanan's a very smart babyface. Uh... Mm-hmm. And it just like you could kind of just sense that in this match, um, yeah. I think Hanan opposite someone like Suzu is like a match made in heaven because, uh, and I think similarly for Suzu because I think they just have a very easy time. Like they have a naturally built-in dynamic of Hanan just being like the the Ricky Steamboat babyface, where she's just like like she's just the most like sympathetic babyface you could ever find, and Suzu is just like this like monster right and they're around the like not the same age but they're around the same age it kind of has that dynamic to it too it just felt it all worked together and then the match itself had good work it was it was a solid match a solid performance from both of them and yeah probably probably hanan's best match of the tournament and yeah, no, it's been would... real consistent for the most part yes yeah, she so. has yeah um the match after that then was a blue stars block match it was natsupoi beating saya Ida with the ferrying ring I think it was, uh, in just under nine minutes. Yeah. So uh, Natsupoi gave Ida a lot more than I was expecting, um, but I was here for it. Like they they work very well together, which probably kind of makes sense when they're two very good wrestlers. <laughs> yeah, they're they're two very good wrestlers that you kind of like when you when you see them in the ring. It's like I don't know if this is like their first or second singles match. They haven't had a lot of singles matches, obviously. But when I saw them get together in the ring, I was like, oh yeah, I've seen this a lot. But mm-hmm. never in like this form, because they're always opposite each other in tag matches. Like there are at least five pictures of Natsupoi's chest on like Twitter being all red because Ida just went to town. Um, like just in the past like three two years since Natsupoi's been around in Stardom, so they've been they know they have really good chemistry together, even though they don't really get to show it off very well uh, all the time. And I thought this was a good showing of that. It it felt like it should have been filler, but it just wasn't. And it mm-hmm. went way beyond that, so I, I really liked it. Um, and yeah, that's why I also hit her spin kick, which was beautiful. I, like, it was the best one she hit, she's done, yeah. Yeah, like either she completely whiffs on it, and it looks like you tried, but when she hits it, it is beautiful. Like yeah. it looks clean as shit, bro. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think Natsupoi's chest quite looked like roast beef after this one, like it usually does. But yeah. Not Ida did lay it in. Ida did lay it in. She did. She a little did. A little bit of malice. A little bit of malice to it. Um, the next match then on the show was a Red Stars block match. It was Saki beating Momo Kogo in six and a half minutes with a Kentucky bomb. And uh, you know what I realized? 
this is like the fucking 15th actress match of the Red Stars this year. <laughs> That's gas. Actress yeah, taken over. Um, yeah, pretty much. Because <laughs> uh, I was thinking about it, it's like, because like, I made the joke of like beginning versus colors like seven times. And I was like, damn. <laughs> they really keep doing this. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was it was okay. I mean, Momokogo's tournament hasn't been perfect, but I think her weaker matches still find a way to like kind of just highlight her strengths, uh, and just like just how she kind of like carries her momentum. So this wasn't great, but I I thought Momokogo had a good output as she usually does. She does, yeah. She's been pretty pretty consistent, just like Hanan. Yeah. Um, the next match then on the show was a Red Stars block match. This was Koguma beating Azumi in just under five minutes with a roll-up. And uh, I was I had such high hopes for this one. And then they did a lot of unfunny comedy. They did, they did, they did the Unagi. They thought, this is the match I thought Unagi and Koguma would have had. Yeah. Um, and I thought, I thought a lot of it was funny. Um, maybe not funny funny like, like it wasn't loud, loud it funny. wasn't super like i know Kokuba can bit... be funny but she wasn't yeah not funny here i i thought it was fun maybe not funny but it was mm-hmm. it was fun it was fun to watch uh at one point barb <laughs> referee barb just pushed them off the top rope because he got sick of them playing rock paper scissors that was, that was one of my favorite parts. Yeah. <laughs> was him just knocking them off and be like oh shit i shouldn't have pushed them that hard <laughs> um and then I thought, like, when they both disappeared behind the bleachers and then reemerged from opposite sides of the arena at, like, 18, I thought that was pretty pretty funny. But I get it. It definitely could have been funnier. It definitely could have been better. But I thought it was interesting enough. And I get why they didn't want to give it away again. Because this is definitely a, a high-speed title match in four or five months. Maybe shorter than that. Uh, probably, like, three. But So I get it. But I thought it was fun enough for me to enjoy. That's fair. Yeah, no, I was just uh, hoping they'd do more of the high-speed goodness. Um, you know, can't always get what you want, really. I, I, I do I do think that, like, Azumi and Koguma are, like, two opposite sides of the same high-speed coin that are very interesting. Like, I was thinking about it. I was like, I, was, I, could, write, I could write a fucking thesis about this shit. Uh, not about this match in particular, but just how they both wrestle. Um, and they kind of showed it early on, and then they stopped, and they just did the comedy. And I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I feel like they can have cool matches, but then, I don't know, I just, the, the, I didn't find the comedy too funny, so that was that was my main drawback. Um, the next match then on the show was another Red Stars block match. It was Saki Kashima beating Risa Sarah in just under seven minutes with, guess what? The Revival! Yeah, and Dylan, stop me if you've heard this before. Saki Kashima got beat up and then won. Wow. Damn. It's crazy. She um, said she said, I am having the same match every night and you cannot stop me. And honestly, and she's not her. that good of a seller is the issue. <laughs> like her selling works sometimes, but sometimes it's like, oh okay. Here yeah. We go. This um, this isn't the as giant fun swing as was like, beautiful. Yeah, this this isn't as fun as like Unagi getting beat up. You know, she's she's yeah, great no. at that. Uh but for 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 one, you know, the only note I took was that Risa Sarah did a giant swing on Saki Kashima, and she like started levitating. Like Saki's <laughs> body was like above Risa Sarah's head at one. Like it was like a kite, yeah. and I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" Yeah. <laughs> like she just kept going. She got velocity like, on that one. 
she was and she zooming. threw her out of the ring. Yeah. Like that was how that was how much like just momentum was there. Great swing. Nothing else in the match mattered. Pretty much. Then the revival. Revival. Um, the next match then was a Blue Stars block match. It was Starlight Kid beating Mariah in ten and a half minutes with a star suplex hold. Um, this was a strong match, but it's definitely one they're going back to. You know, um, this, I got that. This sense. was a match that like, this was a match that I felt like I've seen before, and a match that I feel like I will see again. Yeah, they're um, definitely going to do this a few times. Yeah. Um, wasn't wasn't super crazy, but it it was like. This was where I. This was one of those matches that's like, oh, if this happened like three, four weeks ago, it probably have been good in my book. But I just did not grab it. Like it did not grab me uh, much at all. Um, though I did think some of the spots were really cool. Like kid going for the mumble latch and then just getting power bombed to fucking shit was great. Yeah, Mariah was good in this one. Um, yes, the Mariah's bad take is is no longer a Stardom Quest thing because. Uh... She, she's oh, no, pretty no, no. badass. <laughs> uh, like her lariats and shit were great. I knew, you know, Mariah's one of those wrestlers that like I was kind of shocked you didn't like because I was like, this is like your type of wrestler. Like she doesn't do the kicks, but like in terms of like a power wrestler, this is like what you want out of a power wrestler half the time. See, when oh. she's on offense, and she's kind of leaned into that more. She does the submissions all the time, and I'm not really a fan. That's true. So just keep her doing power shit, you know. Um. Next match then on the show was Blue Stars block match. It was Mina Shirakawa beating Saya Kamatani in 13 minutes with a glamorous driver, Mina. Um, this, a lot of people were very high on this, and I can see why. It was it was really, really good. Um, yeah. yeah, and probably another match that would have been better if we'd seen it like a month ago and not towards the tail end of a month-long GP. But, uh, I, I mean, I thought it was another match for Mina. This was what I wanted her white belt matches to be, like this quality, um, instead of the what we ended up getting. Um, and I mean, yeah. if if she wants to keep wrestling like this after the the tournament, I won't say no. Like her and Saya on a pay per view, you know, this version of Mina would go crazy. Look, that looks like where they're going with it. Possibly, yeah. Since uh, Saya is still champ, even though she's not meant to be, but you know, um. Yeah, I mean, I I could I could see them running it back, and I'd be here for it because I, I did think this is a really really good showing. Yeah, um, I think people need to stop forgetting that Mina has like a way higher ceiling than they think, including us. I feel like like I talked to Scott about this last week that like he he has to like pinch himself and remind himself that oh Mina's good in this tournament, like she's very good in this tournament. Um, and especially people need to need to stop forgetting that Mina Shirakawa, when she's wrestling a member of Queen's Quest in Cork and Hall during the five star, is one of the best wrestlers in the world. Um, <laughs> because similarly, last year, her and Momo Watanabe, uh, during Momo's like golden age, uh, when she had the fucking RPG music and she was going crazy, uh, had like one of the top five best matches of the tournament until like the final day, because all those matches were great. Uh, like this had like straight up one of the best matches of the entire tournament last year. So people need to stop forgetting that Mina, opposite Queen's Quest member in Cork and Hall during the five star, is a different animal. All of these um, conditional, kind of these conditional. <laughs> Mina Shirakawa is an excellent wrestler on this day in this venue against yes, this opponent. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Well, because no, I don't, I don't want to lead people wrong. She can be bad. She could be very she bad. Spent months being <laughs> bad. We know yeah, this. Yeah, like she, like, but like, you. It, this I'm just saying this reminded me of the match from last year with Momo, and I was like, yeah, she just shows up 
and is like incredible. Not out of nowhere because you kind of expect it or you should expect it, but just really, really good. Um, especially down the stretch, this match was really great. Mina got her tournament defining win, which is what I've been like saying about a lot of these like lower down wrestlers that's like they just need to like win a match that matters. Uh, unfortunately, Unagi is not getting that, she's the only wrestler who isn't getting that Unagi. in this entire tournament. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Like, even Momo Kogo at least like beat Micah on the show after this. Yeah. Unagi beat Kashima. That's it. God. I think. Yeah. That's depressing. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty disappointing for the uh, Unagi fans out there, but you know. It's what it is, right? Yeah. Uh good match though. Uh, yes, definitely. On to the next match. We had a blue stars block match. It was Momoanabe beating Julia in eleven and a half minutes with a peach sunrise. She actually hit like four of them in a row to to get the pin, so it's not it was Didn't no, it was two spanner kicks and then three peach sunrises. Yeah, because oh. where where are we? <laughs> where where did we go wrong in in this world? <laughs> <laughs> that the most protected move for like four years in the company needs two needs three of them and two weapon like that's crazy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, go on. This was this was a great match as you kind of expected, but. They very obviously didn't go close to their full potential, uh, especially Julia. Julia has a lot more left in her that she didn't use. Um, Momo was excellent as she has been throughout the tournament. Like I feel like uh, people have taken it for granted that Momo is just amazing, and she's been doing amazing stuff all tournament essentially. Um, and she she I really she really um, carried this one almost because uh, Julia. It's like, listen, man, I'm going to hit my shit, but I'm not doing the violence. So, and, and listen, we all know that Julia is at her best when she does violence, and I'm sure these two will be violent eventually. Um, if they do the briefcase, I'm sure this will be a briefcase match. Uh, I pray they don't do the briefcase, but you never know. Um, and maybe that will uh, that will go full on. But this was this was a nice little taste of what they can do, and it was pretty great. Yeah, I can see why people liked it. Um, wasn't really what I was looking for, I guess. Like you said, Julia didn't really bring it. Um, and I've said it before, I'll say it again. I feel like Momo's matches uh, this year, despite having good work to them, the vibe is like, okay, this is the waiting for the wrench to come out segment of the match. And that segment lasts quite long. And then the wrench comes out. And then it's like, okay, the wrench is here. And then it's oh, like, that's then either she loses because of the wrench or she wins because of the wrench. And that they feel very, very the same. And certain certain people, like I think her match against Kid earlier in the tournament was very good because it kind of like threw that off a bit. She's definitely had good matches in this tournament. Do not get me wrong. But I think that kind of just like, I know exactly what this match is going to be. I just hope that it, delivers in other areas this match didn't deliver in those other areas so it was just a solid decent momo match right wow uh, that's kind of how i saw it that is really low balling it i i uh, no crazy. legit this is this is that match that i was just like damn like everybody liked this and i just was like yeah this was good and then i moved on like that was like yeah that, that had some good stuff in it uh i just i just didn't i mean like obviously momo hit like her key like her key shots, right? She she hit her kicks good. 
which is what you kind of want out of Momo, <laughs> is that she hits the kicks and they look good. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I thought I thought it had some good stuff in it, but it was definitely one of those matches where I was like, oh, they're doing cool stuff with Julia using the completely ineffective weapon like she always does because she picks the worst weapons possible. Um, and then, oh, Momo's beating her up. Oh, Julia fought back. Oh, when is the spanner? There's the spanner. Oh, she hit her with two spanner kicks and three peach sunrises. Three. Yeah. Most protected move for like three years of this company. She hit her with three, which is cool. I, I respect it's that. It's not I mean, like she, she won, kicked so, like, out you know. of two. It was, you know, she, she kicked out of one. Yeah, yeah she, yeah, she spammed them, you know, because this isn't her finisher yeah, I mean, anymore. Like, no. The finisher is the Peach Thunder. It's, it's... Which she just hasn't used. <laughs> yeah, because everybody keeps escaping. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. You're, but... you're a bit low on that one. I thought it was great, but I mean, it is what it is. I thought it was good. Okay. I thought it was, That's it was right. G-O-O-D. That's that's where we're at. All right. Um, the next match then next one. was Mayu Itani beating Hazuki in uh, just about ten and a half minutes with a moonsault. Um, Let me tell y'all, this is my shit. Really? Love this match. Right. Okay. I, I love this match. Did a lot of stuff. They did do a lot of stuff. They did a lot of stuff. Um, I, I, I couldn't even take notes because I was just like very captivated by it, which you know was very hard for me because yeah. uh, I can't pay attention to save my life but i just like completely just tunnel visioned this it was very very good i thought that they work well together because obviously they've been working well together since hizuki was like 17 years old um but yeah i thought it was a really really good match it felt like there was like enough of a story to it but it wasn't like a story match they just like were wrestling with the basis of their relationship which i think is always very well done especially by mayu i think she excels at that sort of thing um, I like yeah, the stuff I, at I the end really with match. with Suki yeah. not really wanting to go down, and Mayu was just like, "I'm gonna kick the shit out of you until you stay down." That was pretty great. Yeah, dude, she pulled out the tombstone. You know yeah. how I love her fucking tombstone. Oh yeah, she she's real. She's real selective with that shit. Um, but she's like, she's like, you know what? For you, I'm a, I'm gonna drop you on your head. I got you. Uh, and then yeah, two like gruesome kicks. Like, Kazuki kept grabbing her leg when she was going up for the moon, moonsault. She's kicked her twice, and it was dope. And I, yeah, I thought the finish was great. Even though Mayu winning with the moonsault was kind of wild, because uh, both Hanan and Ida kicked out of the moonsault um, in this tournament. Yeah. But considering that Mayu obliterated her before that, yeah. it makes enough sense. Um, yeah, I, I thought the match was just really, really well done. Really good. I obviously have been very high on Hazuki's tournament. Uh, she's she's probably the MVP, uh, like emotionally, if not just in pure in ring stance. She's definitely been uh, a highlight. So I thought this match was was another one of her her great ones in this in this tournament. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, the main event then was a Red Stars block match. It was Siri beating Tam Nakano in fi- just under fifteen minutes uh, with a Suzaku. Um, this was this was essentially a miniature version of their title match from the other month. Um, so if you liked that, you will like this. It was very similar to their GP match last year as well. Like they just it was the kind of Tam that is the best Tam, where she's just fighting for her life in there and stiffing the shit out of her opponent. And you know, Siri was more than happy to to fight back. Um, he hit quite possibly the loudest slap 
stardom has ever had when Tam was up on the corner. She just smacked the shit out of her. It was Dude, amazing. That, that corner that corner segment was crazy. Tam hit an axe kick that I have not seen the likes of since Kumiko Mekawa. And I'm not joking. Like, that shit was fucked, bro. <laughs> that was, like, gross. Like, it was insane. But, no, I, I felt like this match was disjointed, a pacing nightmare, aimless brutality, and Tam's best match of the tournament. <laughs> because that is what you want out of Tam Nakano, is, like, just aimless brutality. She's just hurting herself and her opponent as much as possible, and then the match ends. That is what you want out of Tam in... In, especially in a five star and you know she's been kind of like uh tiptoeing around that a lot of this tournament uh certain matches have kind of like reached into a bit more her versus Azumi is one that that i point out that kind of like got sort of close to that level but this was just a whole nother animal of just it like it was chaos it, it the, like i said the pacing was terrible but it made it so much better because they were just like you know what i'm just gonna kick you in the fucking head now like I think that's what I think that's what we're gonna put in this match now. <laughs> it's like ah, oh, we're, we're six minutes in. I'm just gonna like try to concuss you, and that's that's where we're at, and that's perfect. I, I thought that was exactly what I wanted out of a tab match in this vicinity. Also, they teased the time limit incredibly well. Um, if I was watching this live, I'd probably be going crazy. Definitely, definitely. Um, now the next show to review um, was the next day on the set or. We're not, we're not reviewing this. Um, this is on the September 24th in Takadano Baba. Uh, they did two, 683 fans for this. Now, this isn't up on Stardom World yet. We're recording on Wednesday as normal. This isn't up at all. Um, I assume what happened is they wanted to upload the Friday Cork into Stardom World first so that people could watch in order. Um, but because that aired on pay-per-view and TV, there was probably an exclusivity until Wednesday. So the Corican only went up today. And this Takadano Baba show will probably be up by the time we publish this. Um, yeah. I don't think this is a case of Sonny being lazy or anything like that. I think he just didn't want to put this up until Corican. Which I think we kind of take for granted. Because uh, when there are pay-per-views and live shows, we obviously watch them live. Um, or we get them you know, from our, you know, um, from our plugs. So we, like, we never really remember that, like, oh, yeah, there is a delay until Wednesday on pay-per-views. Because, like, it, like pay-per-views never come out until Wednesday, yeah. um, which is when we record. So we kind of take that for granted because we just find ways to watch it live or early. Uh, so, yeah, I because I, I was talking about that last night. I was like, man... What the fuck, man? Maybe they should. They should. They they gotta get better at this uploading thing. And then you're like, well, uh, that's just kind of what happens. And we just <laughs> we're just kind of spoiled little baby sometimes. Yeah, no. This this one, I I do think this is just like they wanted to wait yeah. rather than them being bad. Um, but even then, that's kind of shitty. <laughs> so I don't know. Some people probably will still be mad at them for this, but it can't be. Um, I kind of enjoyed that they uh, didn't get it up because I watched the other two shows the day they happened. So I had time to watch other stuff, which which never happens. You know, I got to watch the uh, the Asuka and Makoto versus Skid and Ayami Sasamura. Great. Like, excellent, excellent match. You should watch that. Have you watched it? I have not. I do. Sasamura is one of my... Yeah, it's great. Like Sasamura and Kaiju end up bloody. Like they like Asuka was beating the shit out of them too. Oh, that's perfect because yeah. I got bleached hair. Yeah, got bleached yeah. Hair. Oh, it that was, was that it must, was that must have been grand. It was such a great like heel babyface thing. Like Asuka and Makoto were just such pricks. They were beating the shit out of them. 
um, and the two of them were just like firing up the entire time. It was amazing. Um, and there was a lot of brain damage to go around, so it was great. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. So I got to watch that because Stardom was late. So, you know, good stuff. Um, we will run through the results anyway, and we'll talk about uh, some of the stuff that happened after the high-speed match that I don't think people know about because I don't know if the English Twitter has actually mentioned it. So... No, I don't know anything what you're talking okay, about. Okay, all right. So um, the opener was Hanan and Lady C. Or no, that's probably Hina. It wasn't. Hina and Lady C beating Raka and Rina um, in seven oh, minutes. Wow. Uh, Hina pinned Rina with a Gato clutch. Uh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, the next match was Hanan getting her first win of the five-star GP by beating Mina Shirakawa with 17. Got a humbler. Yeah. You gotta humble the angel, bro. You gotta humble her. <laughs> I don't know what 17 is, but sure is that the name um, of her backdrop no it's not what they it call could it be. maybe it's the roll-up maybe we'll have to wait and see um yeah. that's hanan's first maybe win something new that's crazy possibly oh that would be pretty cool uh dragon moon didn't say anything though and dragon moon is usually on top of that it's usually on yeah. i think dragon moon was there because they did not autograph thing after and they posted photos so um you know, Dragon Moon is our usual go-to, and uh, they didn't say anything about a new move, so we'll have to wait and see. Um, next match then was Momo Kogo getting an upset over Micah in five and a half minutes with a Hurricane Rana. Um, the match after that, Starlight Kid beats Saya Ida with a Black Tiger um, Heavenly Punishment. I know it's the uh, Wrath leg of the destroyer. Black Tiger. It's the Leg Destroyer. That's not that one. It's the Tombstone oh, thing. Oh, yeah. I still. You know what? I'm. I'm. A, I have a bone to pick. Okay. Why the fuck is that not her finish? That is like one of the best finish. Like that's is. that's she such a good fucking move. Ida. Ida. <laughs> She's used it to be other people too. Kind of. I don't I, like. I don't know. I like. I like that so much better than the leg destroyer. And I was like, just do that more. It's cool. I like destroyers for the tournament, obviously. Like she's never gonna use it after. She ain't. She ain't Zack Saber Junior. She don't. She needs to understand that she is not. She is not it's better than Zack Saber Junior. It's fine. That is not. True. <laughs> anyway, okay. the next match was Suzu Suzuki beating Ami Sore with a German suplex. Uh, the match after that was Himeka beating Unagi Sayaka with a running powerbomb. Poor Unagi. <laughs> um, the match after that, Momo like, Abe. Oh, we'll talk about it later. It's okay. Um, in the next match, Momo and Abe beat Mayu Iwatani with the Peach Thunder. And in uh, not the last match. <laughs> oh, that's, that's something. Tami Hayashishita beat Tam Nakano with the Hijack Bomb in just 10 minutes. And then Julia beat Saya Kamatani uh, in, with 10 seconds to spare on the clock. So that one dude, close. Dude, it, it almost did the meme. It almost did the meme. Yeah, so you were doing your memes, and I ended up being right. So fuck you. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to respond. (laughs) Usually I'm way quicker with it. But okay, I'm I'm gonna keep it a buck. I'm gonna keep it a buck. I was looking at Mina Shirakawa's Twitter, and I had I had no thoughts in my head. (laughs) You you are never beating the pervert allegations, are you? No, I'm not. Scrolling I'm through Nina okay. Shirakawa's Twitter of all the Twitters. No, okay, okay. No, Contact. No, I was I'm looking not, at Dragon Moon's care. Twitter. I was looking through Dragon Moon's Twitter, and he retweeted Mina, and I was like, "Oh yeah, Mina." And I. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, Mina. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Right. Oh, fuck, man. You see Mina, you're all, hell yeah, Mina. <laughs> it's Mina time. It is indeed Mina time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> this is the second time Cosmic Angels made me cry this week. Oh my god, Dylan. Adios mio. <laughs> Main event of the show was a high speed championship match. Azumi defended against Fukigan Death and Hazuki when Azumi beat Fukigan Death with the Azumi Zushi in just under eight minutes. After the match Momento Mori. After the match, uh Azumi asked Rossi to make uh her versus Momoka Hanazono official for the uh Big Osaka show. So she will defend the high-speed belt against Tanizono on the uh, Usaka Edeon Arena pay-per-view, presumably. And then Utami came out and said, hey, a way to tie, you know, you, you called us out. Um, we'd like to challenge for the artist belts. So Utami, Azumi, and Sayaka Matani are challenging oh. uh, Starlight Kid, Momo, and Saki for the artist titles. Oh. Yeah. This is either going to be really dope or really, like, annoying. <laughs> it's going to be... Saki's definitely just going to roll one of them up. You know, I could see Queen's Quest winning them, honestly. They should. I, I think that we are at that point where, like, they could use an artist run, mm -hmm. right? Like, it's they haven't had an artist run since Azumi was, like, 16 years old. You know what I mean? Uh, that lasted longer than, like, three weeks. So, like, they could definitely use one. I think it would kind of make Queen's Quest look better as a team than they have in recent time. Uh, yeah, that would be really dope, actually. That's cool. I did not know that. Yeah, no, that's, that's a great challenge. Um, the A-team. Yeah, no, that's that's a big one, honestly. Um, like I, I could definitely see them winning. Um, and I would be here for They don't usually throw it. out their, their top tiers. Yeah, they don't usually like do that. Unless, the, uh, unless they feud with the Neo Stardom army for <laughs> those belts. <laughs> Alpha female, Nanai, <laughs> and Yuna Manasse versus the Queen's Quest Day team. Alpha, alpha female pinning Azumi for a championship is, is when I end things. Oh, dude, like, that's, that's when it's over. <laughs> Has Gato started booking out? Is this, this is where we're at here? Is... Gato's in America. He he ain't got nothing to do with this. Let's hope not. Anyway, um, the last show for us to review was on September 25th. Uh, this was Stardom and Showcase Volume 2. Uh, this sold out the Bell Salt Akadano Baba. They had 760 fans. So this outsold the GP show the day before. Um, the Stardom and Showcase... It's a draw. Stardom and Showcase is here to stay as long as it does stuff like that. Because as I said after the first one, uh, you're selling tickets without giving away any big matches, without having anyone important really take pins that are going to matter. And uh, you kind of just... Yeah, you, you kind of let your roster just kind of have fun and spread their wings. Unless Mayu, and you just like yeah, like, severely fatigue her in the middle of the biggest tournament of the year. Yeah, listen, we don't, we we can't save Mayu. Um, so you know these these shows are gonna keep happening because they're they're draws, and uh, the next one is in the Todoroki Arena, so they're they're really oh, that's actually trusting it to, yeah. to sell. Um, that's the that's the that's the. Takataichi Despi Mania one. That's crazy. They'll do a deathmatch there. Um, that'd be so dope. I mean, man, they should do got Rini I mean, Julia was talking about he it. Was. Yeah, Julia said was mentioning death, like straight up deathmatches. Yeah. Um, yeah, 
You know, I'll talk about it during the match when we get to it. Okay. Um, so the opener of Stardom and Showcase was uh, Hanan beating Saida in the five star Grand Prix with a backdrop driver. Uh, I, I I noted after this that Hanan is putting some stank on the backdrop driver. She spiked yeah. Ida. Dude, I wrote the exact same fucking thing. I literally <laughs> wrote and Hanan also put some stank on her backdrop driver. That got no way. We are too similar. No, also I want to say that this match was like sloppy. This was just slop. Um. I like both of them, so I'm not going to criticize it, but it was a mess. Um, but Hanan fucked up her Famouser so bad that instead of it being a Famouser, it was the grossest face crusher you will ever see. Um, like, she just fucking, like, fucking jammed uh, Ida into her knee as hard as possible because she was trying to go to the ground with her. Like, you know how Famouser works. It was so gross. I was surprised Ida didn't have a fucking, like, broken nose after it. It was crazy uh and then yeah the backdrop driver was was clean i love that hanan didn't win any gp matches and then went two for three after the artist match because I, I i remember noticing in that artist match this was an elevation coming out of that she wins two over three gp matches so um there yeah. was a clear elevation on that night that was a that was a line in the sand yeah. that was a moment in time um, so that's that's going to be something to pay attention to as far as her kind of moving up the card after the tournament and obviously after she drops the belt to, to Ami Sore. Um, next match was another five-star Grand Prix match. It was Suzu Suzuki beating Starlight Kid in 14 minutes with a German suplex hold. Um, I've kind of said this. This felt like a kid high-speed title defense almost. This was very Man. much in the vein of those defenses. This match, very rare. This match was one of the few matches that actively legitimized Starlight Kid in my brain. Wow. Um, it felt like she was genuinely doing what I want her to do, like as a wrestler. And it just felt like she was performing at the level I think she can. Uh, I'm not saying it was like the best match uh, or even my favorite match of the tournament, but it just felt like, yes, this is this is what I want out of Kid is like, this kind of struggle that she had with Suzu that was like constantly fun to watch. It didn't feel like she was being like, she had like the melodramatics were not melodramatic. It felt like they were just having a wrestling match that got emotional because they wanted to win. And I felt like kid did a very, very good job in this. Obviously Suzu is also fucking Suzu Suzuki. Obviously she did good. Um, but yeah, this was like one of the few matches, this one in the Julia match where the two matches that I was like, yeah, this, cause obviously i've i've had my uh thing about kid i've i've thought she's had a pretty weak tournament comparative to like even last year i thought she had a really good tournament i feel like she's just kind of got lost in the shuffle this year uh considering there's 26 competitors she just was just one of them uh and i feel like this match is one of the one of the two matches that i was like yeah she is a top wrestler in this company and she proved it in this sort of match so yeah very, very good, in my opinion. Also, Suzu is Suzu. She's wonderful. Yes. I love her a lot. It's felt really like Suzu, not a top gear, but very much a higher gear than we've seen her in a lot of matches. I really yeah. like. It really felt like her and Kid were having, as I said, like a high-speed title match almost. Um, it's not one that they're going to redo. I don't expect to see them wrestle anytime soon. Because Suzu left a lot of matches with a lot in the tank. Um, 
but I feel like these two only left like a big, big match in the tank. Like obviously Kid has another level and Suzuki has another level. Um, but you're not gonna see that unless they have a big title match. So this was kind of different to a lot of the Suzuki matches because she didn't leave a lot on the table. She she really went for it. Um and I'm pretty sure after this show she went and did a death match. <laughs> Cause she is insane. She worked prominent oh, yeah, later this day. She did do a death match um, this weekend. That people have been praising. I don't know if I'm gonna watch it because I don't I don't know. I'm not arsed, but um yeah, she she's insane. Um and yeah, her and kid did great stuff. Um after that I need to go back and watch all those prominent shows. Do. Because I love deathmatches. Yeah. Uh her and her and Reese Sarah was cool. It's not like full on deathmatch because they're still like they're kind of shindy in some ways with their death matches. It's not like they don't have the budget Ice Ribbon did, um, but they're cool, yeah. kind of, I guess. Um, after this, we had DJ Pretty Dragon just doing a set for no reason, and it was worth the price. It was like 10 minutes long. He was, I, was like, I was like, damn, she's doing the entire roster. She did. She, she was remixing them. She was mashing them up. It was just a, it was just a bop to the, to the roster's entrance themes. There was one point... Where they transitioned, I think it was Tam's theme into Mayu's championship theme, or the other way around. That was a cultural reset. That was that was was, that was a moment. I believed in God <laughs> in that moment. I said, Jesus, I see you, I hear you. you no, know? like me and me, we had a moment. Um, and then there was another moment where uh, she transitioned into Julia's theme. She like slowed down the intro, and it was the most badass thing I've ever heard. I want Julia's actual theme to be like that now because it, it puts a lot more weight on the instruments. Um, but every show should have a DJ Pretty Dragon set because that was absolutely badass. I loved it. Every second of it. Yeah, I mean, it was it was great. Some of these remixes that she did were like absolutely terrible. Um, no, not some. One. One of the remixes she did was absolutely god-awful. The rest of them was, were great. I loved them. Uh, I, I love the music. I think the music sells this show for me. Uh, in fact, in fact, the reason why I'm actually a fan of the Cosmic Rules match is purely because DJ Prey Jag- Dragon saved it. Uh, that, is, that is the only reason, uh, is because... The comedic timing of the music during that match was beautiful for me. I understand. Uh, but yeah, she, she's great. Yeah. She's great. She's a, she's a real star uh, of the should, show. If, if they, at any point, do a in-showcase show without her, it's going to be the death of, of, of oh, showcase, yeah. in my yeah. opinion. It's not. It wouldn't be the same. Um, after that, we had the first stardom muscle contest. Uh, Saida beat Hazuki and Tekla in the final. Um, they beat out Wakaskiyama. <laughs> Mina Shirakawa, Mai Sakurai, Julia, Momokogo, Mirai, and Siri. Um, so for anybody who hasn't watched, uh, this was a muscle contest. So they were out there in their sports gear, uh, flexing, showing off the muscles. Dude, I <laughs> I was a big fan of this, personally. Um, they're all jacked. Like, even Waka, who like was out there for a, for like a joke, <laughs> she still looked decent. Like she she was no, in, she's in good he, shape. You know he, what I mean? Like it was funny. I don't understand. Because I was I was like you know, I was I was seeing Julia flexing and all this and it was it was a moment. And... To be fair, Julia's tan gave her a way unfair advantage. Yes, definitely. Um because that's just like naturally how they, like they know. went from from all of this and then Waka's <laughs> Given in everything, <laughs> dude. 
dude, I I was expecting Utami oh to come out, God. and then it was Waka, and I was like, damn, that's crazy. It was so funny. I, it was because that's my. I was so dead. <laughs> that's my single critique of this of this segment is that Utami wasn't involved because uh, Utami has an insane physique uh, that I. I I'm not gonna finish that territory um, here. Yeah, no, yeah, no, but I, uh, yeah, I thought this was great. I, I thought that Julia, obviously, her tan was kind of unfair because that's kind of how bodybuilders, you know, look better mm-hmm. is when they have a tan, and everybody else didn't have a tan. But I'm surprised Suzuki went through, um, over like Shuri or Julia, uh, even though I think Hazuki also has a. The uh, reason very... Siri lost is because she did a HBK pose. <laughs> She, they, that's true they said dude flex. the ymca yeah. remix yes. while she was doing the like oh that was crazy <laughs> they were like all right what are we gonna do all right siri we're gonna play ymca and you're gonna do your best Shawn michaels impression <laughs> and then like all the girls behind her were just fucking yeah. corpsing like they were just dying yeah. hazuki was dying at all of them she was just she was just laughing her ass off she was having a good time she was balling now hazuki was having the time of her life she was like oh my god half naked women let's go what? You know what? You know what? Also, uh, not only in this, but also the cosmic match, Saya Kamatani was also <laughs> having a uh, a very having a moment on commentary. <laughs> she, was uh, she was great. She was great. Yeah, she was. Show. She was loving it. She was. She loved the show. Yeah. Uh, she's. She's been. She wrestled like what, like seventy matches this year. She finally got to sit down and just watch women be women, and I think she enjoyed that. Andrew Tommy um, is so gay. I so also. Other, it's amazing. I, yeah. It's so funny. No, yeah, this true. roster is so I, gay. I love it. It's great. It's great. I think Utami being not like not being there is the only of course, uh, of course. downside of this. I thought obviously Ida's selling, bro. Ida was selling the shit out of her match with Hanan. She was falling all over the place. Then she would have flexed and it would just be like seven times bigger than every other wrestler's arm in, in the competition. Yeah. <laughs> and she would just fall over. And I'm just like, there's no like she just wins. Yeah. Like she wins. Yeah. This is her this is her. This is, her reaction to winning was, this is her was so funny. It was so good. They gave her this the the board and she was just like flexing yeah. with it. I was oh crazy. my god, this was the funniest. And then she like raised Tekla and Nazuki's fan. She's like, Yeah, we all win. And it's like, no, you you definitely won. It was nice to see Tekla. <laughs> it was won. nice to see Tekla again. Miss Miss yes, Tekla. Yes. Um Yeah, that that was that had the potential to be hella creepy, but it was in fact very funny. And that is what you want from, from this. It was, it was great. Like, like it was just one of those times where it's like you f- you almost forget that wrestlers are like incredible athletes yeah. sometimes. Uh, that like them just like flexing is like oh my fucking god! <laughs> like that is that like it just it like reminds you that it's like oh these wrestlers could like crush a normal human in like a half a second yeah. very easily. Um, and I, I respect that. It kind of deepens your appreciation for pro wrestling of course uh now the next match which also deepened our appreciation of pro wrestling was yes, the yeah. uh falls count anywhere four-way match uh <laughs> i forgot they did this mayu utani this the... azami and oh, chairman yeah. Ram <laughs> beat micah <laughs> micah had a rough weekend micah had a rough ass weekend in terms of win loss three people in the match <laughs> and it was the most elaborate like it was terrible. Like it was a terrible like finish, but it was so great because of how bad it was. Because like it was the most elaborate like three person roll up of all time, and the ref just had to stand there for like ten seconds as they set it up. And Mike was just laying there, like, "Are you guys gonna pin?" Like, like she's just waiting. <laughs> she like what? She bumped off the top. Like the, the, she didn't get hit with a move. She just was on the ground. She happened to be on the floor. 
Everybody just been. Oh my god. The entrance for this. This was the this is the worst remix. The Lean On remix, terrible. Absolutely yeah. terrible. But I think Lean On is it's a good song, but it doesn't. I've heard a lot of bad remixes of that song, so I get it. Uh, dude, is this my show or what's sorry? What's... I don't know. I don't know. I just love this. Yeah, this. Go on. Right. Just um, the pocket sand, bro. The cocaine. Yeah, this. I mean, I didn't think this was as good as the first one because there was no bouncy castle bump, but he had balloons, well. and Micah was having the time of her life with these balloons. Um, she drop kicked a bike at one point. <laughs> Um, yes, and, and obviously the the what people will take away is uh, the Mayu. Wait, 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 before we get to that, before we get to that, one one really funny spot is that Azumi and Mayu both got stunt rider stretches on Ram and Micah in front of the screen, so it was infinite stunt rider stretches all the way through. Like it was like a tunnel of just them doing the stunt rider. It was crazy. It was crazy. Go on. Um, so yeah, at one point Ram got tied to a a. Uh... A, a cart that you use in uh, garden stores. Like a dolly. Yeah. Yeah, dolly cart. Um, and at that point, for whatever reason, Micah, Azumi, and Mayu went all the way up the stairs. And there was a lot of stairs. Like, this is this a very big place. Um, and Mayu got kicked down and rolled down all of the stairs. Uh, and she was, yeah. she was beaten up after it. Um, because she started off controlled, and then you could see the point where she lost control of it, and she like clipped off. She one was of the just stairs. actually falling down. Yeah, yeah she's just actually. Falling and down. Uh, it's lucky for her there was like a flat part uh, about a third of the way down for her to start controlling herself and uh, and rolling slowly. But like, that was um insane. She actually, like fucked herself. Yeah, up. She she like, almost severely. did. Like she she was flying at one point, and then you know. You know, you, you just mentioned it earlier that it was like this was kind of this, these shows are kind of just a chance for the wrestlers to have fun. Um, I feel like every Mayu match that she competes in, uh, you know those, you know, uh, GM mode back in the day in, in the yeah. wrestling games. I feel like every single match Mayu's in, regardless of the stipulation, has fatigue level possibility at full blast. Yes, like she, <laughs> there is a very high possibility that she fucks herself up, he, regardless of the match. He took type. a suplex like, on the ramp, like, dude. Just random. Why? Like her and Azumi were just like, let's do, some, let's do some lucha. Yeah. Let's do some lucha, <laughs> just for no reason. <laughs> Oh man, I love this match. I actually thought this match was better than the first one. Um, that's a hot take, but I I thought that like, yes, the lack of the of the bouncy cancel was uh noticeable, but I thought that just like the chaos of it all was also like a lot more long winded, and it just kept going to the point where like you're just like, how is this still just getting weirder as time goes? Like they. We didn't even mention they got like <laughs> the balloons in the bouncy castle had pocket sand in them and like they came out looking like they had just gone to fucking cocaine land <laughs> and just like like they they were they fucking time traveled back to hollywood in the 80s like it was crazy like they all come out looking like cocaine addicts and my who's all falling over the place and just it was chaos man Mayu and azumi did like their roll through spot throughout the entire arena for like 20 seconds, 25 seconds straight. Man, it was so fucking good. I loved this so much. It was all over the place. Uta oh, <laughs> oh, oh and the best part. The best part. 
Utami. So GP final to preview. Shut up. Utami was just laughing the entire because she was the second for this match. She was just laughing the entire time chasing Azumi around. She was just dying of laughter. Just, just running, trying to chase everybody to make sure that she's in the right spot. Oh, man. Good time. Good time. Yeah. And then uh, three people won the match, which still gets yes. me. Um, after that, then, we had the Cosmic Rules match, the end of summer. Wait, wait, wait. There was a Beat It remix while Momokogo was vigorously trying to clean oh, up the pocket yes, sand off the ring. That was incredible. And it was a banger. It was great. Um... We had the Cosmic Angels match titled The End of Summer. Uh, this was everybody but Unagi won. Unagi lost via being a pervert and attacking the referee. She in the mud. She remains in the mud. It's crazy. Even even on so, Showcase, she's still in the I mud. I wasn't going to watch this, as I said. And then as I was skipping through the show, um, I saw the boob shoulder blocks. <laughs> The test of boob strength, yeah. It was just, so, I was, I was, I was almost on the point of death. It was so funny, like just seeing Ina as the powerhouse of the shoulder block because her boobs are bigger than Natsupoi's, and that was the only reason. And then, and then, and fucking, oh my god, this was so good. I love this. So, so it started off funny, so I watched it. Um, and it, it did live up to the that. Like, nothing was ever going to live up to, to boob shoulder blocks. I won't lie to you. Um, That's valid. did get a little bit ick to me at certain points where I was like, oh, yeah, this is that's the purpose of this match. I forgot. Um, I felt... Okay, well, first of all, the I, I couldn't remember Hikari Shimizu's name for some reason. But when Mina and Poi did their test of boob strength thing, she was just sitting. She's like, I ain't doing this. Nah, I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> she was just standing in the background like, I ain't even trying. <laughs> I am not attempting this. Uh, and I thought this was quite funny, um, personally. I get where the ick came from, but I thought that like the idea of everybody in the match getting like icked out and just attacking whoever was being the most horny uh, was great. Like I thought that was like, yeah, that makes sense. Because like, this, is a, this is an Unagi Mina thing. This is not a Cosmic Angels thing. Uh, they're all weird, but they aren't all perverts, right? Uh, oh. <laughs> Unagi. <laughs> well. Tam has a history. Um, that's true. But no, I, I do. I also found it really funny because they did the like chain of headlocks thing. And Unagi just let the intrusive thoughts win. And just fucking ripped everybody's shirts off. And I was like, damn. Damn, she doing this? Because <laughs> like, it was normal up until that point outside of Mina just doing a Mina spot. And then Unagi's like, you know what? See, I, nah. I will say, <laughs> I ain't letting this be normal. The, the Mina thing did get a chuckle because she was like, "Aha! I see my chance to strip again." And everybody sprayed her, and I thought that was that was that yeah, was kind of funny. She, everybody sprayed her for being horny. Yeah, and that's so, great. And then Una, the Unagi stuff, I thought was funny because everybody was like, "Bro, you can't do that." And then she's like, "But I want to." And then she chases them to Tom and Jerry music around the arena, like it was fucking Scooby Doo with the with the going through different doors thing. Like it was, I I love that. Uh, DJ Prey Dragon killed it on that one. And then they all somehow within like ninety seconds, Unagi finds a way to strip all of them yes. of their clothes, and also uh, they all retrieve towels somehow. Uh, and then Unagi, like they try to like like reason with Unagi. They're like, "Bro, this is not okay." And then she's like. Ah, and then she tries to grope Mina. And they're like, dude, stop! What is wrong with you? 
And then like the ref's like, yeah, you gotta stop. And then he tries, she tries to strip Daichi. And she's, he's like, nah, I'm out. I'm out. I'm done. And then <laughs> they do, they say, they ring the bell and Unagi, and it's like Unagi lost out of being a pervert. Then it zooms in our face and the buzzer goes off. Like in the most comedic way possible. And I was like, that was, that was beautiful. That was art. That was pro wrestling right there. Like the extreme close up with the buzzard, it was, man, this is funny. I don't, I, I do not care. The first one, yeah, that was, that was a bit weird. But the second one, actually funny. I, I will live, but I will stand by that. Actually funny. It was, it was, um, Especially the oh fact God. that Unagi's been losing so much, and she still found a way to be the only loser in a tag team match. Yeah. Oh, man. It was uh, a lot more fun than the first one, but it, it still has the underlying um, issues that I had. But you know what? It's it's fine. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care. Anyway, <laughs> uh, the main event was the Rossi Ogawa Bodyguard Army. It's not the main event. Yes. You missed the hardcore. Oh, yeah, match. shit. Um, so the next match was a hardcore match. It was Rini Amashita and Julia beating Momo Anabe and Raka. Um, Julia pinned Raka after a side suplex. Um, yeah, this this was a this was a hardcore match. It wasn't super like inventive. Uh, it, it was just your standard plunder. There was you know your your few like win eye wincing spots and stuff like that, but uh. There's always a ceiling to matches like this, so. I don't know. I thought Ruaka did pretty well. Uh, she took a lot of shit. She I did. was like wondering if she would be able to take a lot of shit, and she did. Uh, the Super Dragon Stomp into Crumbled Tiles was crazy. Uh, that looked great, and also the <laughs> the the guitar that was oh, uh, not dude, that was insane. Uh, and also them just like braining each other with fucking like a chair and with the tiles and can like it was just I, I thought that julia and raka really sold this one which is kind of surprising because you'd expect momo and yamashita to be like the you know the carriers of this yeah. uh so to speak but uh and it's not like yamashita didn't do anything obviously she had some good spots as well but yeah i thought that raka really like showed up uh, more than she has in in previous matches this year uh she really showed up in this one yeah, no, I mean, it was a strong effort, but I'm, I feel like there's only so good these hardcore matches can be. Um, it, it depends, yeah. yeah. I mean, I enjoy a good plunder match, but... It, yeah. You know, Miyazaki, Miyazaki's not there, mm -hmm. so it doesn't matter. Of course, I understand. Um, main event, then, was the Rossi Ogawa Bodyguard, Bodyguard Army versus the Reaper Army. Uh, Yuna Minase and Aitakashi and you beat Lady C, Utami Hayashishita, and Siri. And um, I think it was uh, Nai. It was it was a, it was a captain's fall. Yeah, captain's fall. No, 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 no. It was a captain's fall. So, uh, they eliminated both Utami and Lady C, and Shuri was the you sure uh, odd man out. So, yeah. All right. Okay. I thought it was they. Uh, Utami Utami went over the top, yeah. as did you. Okay. Uh. And then Lady C got pinned by by Nanai. Okay, that makes more sense. Um, all right. Um, so the audio was out of sync on this match. That was a stardom issue. Uh, that wasn't like a stream thing. Like stardom's own audio messed up, um, which always takes away my enjoyment of matches. I can never get into them, so I I, I can't really recommend this study one. I don't know if it was even that good because I just completely switch off. It was alright. Yeah. 
Like, no, I, I do want to say that Rossi has effing Stockholm syndrome up in the son of a bee, bro. Like, he booked the person who he knew kidnapped him a week after knowing that she kidnapped him. And I know that this is, like, supposed to be, like, you know, separate, you know, like, a, a multiverse, whatever. That's funny. Like, he booked her in a in a world championship match five days after being like, oh, my God, you've returned to, to, uh, to ruin stardom. You could have a title match. We don't have to talk yeah. about this. <laughs> it's like, that was just so funny to me. Um, Tommy also hit an Olympic stam, an Olympic slam on you, which was dope. Uh, that looked, that was really clean. Uh, other than that, I don't fucking care. Yeah, I mean, listen, that's that's the thing with showcases. It's um, is what it is, you know. I enjoyed this this show up until this match yeah. for the most part. I thought all yeah. of it was like, I don't least, know if it, like it's, even the matches that weren't great, yeah. it was pretty well, fun. I don't this match was just kinda like okay. I just don't know if a serious twenty minute match is what people want to cop off a vibes that, show. That is another issue with the with the Shiganamis turning into the NSA. Uh the the Reapers were fun. Yeah. This is not fun no more. This ain't this is not fun anymore. This is this is fucking Nanai just belittling everybody and alpha female showing up it's on the Nanai doing the one like, thing that's not she's fun no more. for 15 years. Passion. Yeah. yeah. She's like she's like, I have passion. I was an AJW. Like that's like like it's not that's not fun. Like I like Nanai. I think she could be cool sometimes. That's not what the Imagine show is. That's basing your entire be, gimmick you know? around being pushed when a company started dying. I could never. Easy, easy. Oh, yo, yo. I, yeah, Alex's, well, she, Alex's she, opinion. She You're right. Pushed. You're Literally right. But you are right. I understand. I understand. I agree. I know. But this is not an anti Nanai podcast. I don't want people to get I mad know. at us. Uh, I like Nanai it's just personally. Such a weird as is Alex. For it would be part. like. It'd be like. Yeah. Bully Ray being like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm, I was pushed in TNA," and it's like, "Yeah, when they like paper it." He does that. He does. That is what Bully Ray does that's now. Dude, yeah. Like, so, so Nanai is Bully that Ray. That is his entire so is Bully Ray. Right. That's, Easy. Like, what are we, what are we doing? Here? Um, I can't wait. I can't wait for her to, to tell Lady C to go be a oh fan. <laughs> um. Anyway. No, Miyu, Miyu Masaki. That's what she's gonna tell. Yeah. That is great. everything to review. Uh, we've got it. Um, we have to move on to the preview now because I feel like this is going to take us a while. Um, get into that. Oh, Mayu versus Suzuki took over Julia versus Suzuki. In my yeah, we should, we should do that. Um, so my top three is still unchanged, uh, although Siri versus Tam would be knocking on the door. Wow. Yeah. Um, mine is Azumi Shuri, Hazuki Sayakamitani, and then Mayu Hazuki. Uh, uh, descending order. Azumi Shuri is still number one. All right. But... Yeah, Mayu Hazuki felt like it didn't have like the grit of the Julia Hazuki match, but it definitely had just like kind of like the vibes of the like I don't know something about it just just made me very very happy and enjoy wrestling a lot. That's fair. That's fair. I I get it. It was a good match. Um, and with that, I suppose we're on to the preview section. Our first and only show to re to preview. At least I hope it's the only show. God, I I don't know what I would do Should if there was be. another one. Um. Yeah, the next show is until the 8th, so we're good. Um, so this is the final of the Five Star Grand Prix. We've survived. We made it. Um, this is in the Musashino Forest Sports Plaza Main Arena in Tokyo. Now, as far as I'm aware, this is a 10,000-seat building. Um, tickets so far. Um, there's 
about three, four sections sold out, but a lot of them are still there. You want to know something, Alex? But we are 137 matches through this through this tournament. Dear God. Um, not counting the Taco Down Baba because we didn't see that. Yeah. Yet, but yeah. Okay. So we are we are in it. <laughs> um. Home what's interesting is Stardom usually sells out like the front seats, but they haven't this time. Like the front row is still available for this show, which is kind of unusual. Where is this? Like okay. location-wise, what what did you say? It's it's in Tokyo. Yeah. Okay. It's it's kind of interesting because like the the stuff that is sold out is the the women's seats and the under twenty-five, um, and these arena Hinadan front row, which I guess is something else. Um, but like the VIP ones and the closer are, are still on sale which doesn't usually happen like the front row stuff usually sells out even for pay-per-views so it's kind of interesting yeah should have just done cheering <laughs> like there's no way they're going to get enough people in here to justify you know, not i don't know it's wild that they haven't even like thought like even breached the idea of like oh cheering might come back yeah. soon they haven't even mentioned that no they haven't because like New Japan, we're, we're talking about that like four or five months ago, and just like this past month, have brought it back. Like, Sarm has not even like brought up the subject of cheering. They, usually, it doesn't make sense for them to do it because they, uh, you know, want to make as much money as possible um, in the venues they run. But for something like this, like, they were never going to sell it out or even get close to selling half of it. So, as the venue just doesn't allow cheering, which I think is, a, is the case in some places. Um, I don't see why they didn't try to do it. Although I suppose they would have to space out the seats, but you're you're not selling out the premium seats anyway, so I don't think that really makes much of a difference to me. Um, you know, maybe they say it differently. Um, now, I will say previewing this is kind of difficult because we don't know the card order. They don't they don't put I that think out it's there in the order that they're showing it. I don't know because would they put Momo and Hazuki under? Sayavrazami, you know? Yeah, I, I, I could see that. I don't know. Some Sometimes it's Cause... it's kind of like, oh, I don't know if they're going to do it. Because card order is obviously a big part of predictions. Because you know how results are going to play out. You need to know how things are going to flow. Oh, I will say, uh, Utami versus Koguma is a weird... Is, right? Semi-final. So it's, yeah. it's kind of... It's difficult to preview because... Card order plays such a big part in that for finals, and we don't know that. We are going to try our best anyway to to figure it out, but would Sunny post something about? Hold on, Maybe not. No, yeah. We're gonna preview. Wait, 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 wait. This is probably more realistic. Is the one he posted on the, uh, on the Twitter, on the English Twitter? The, the one I'm like first. <laughs> Yeah, so am I, but I'm looking at it uh, incognito. Oh yeah, I forgot you can do that. Here, I could, I could oh, link it. Oh, it's to have it. Okay. Um, but see, where it's like, it's like Ida first, then Natsupoi, then Hazuki. That's still weird, the Hazuki Momo under uh, Saya Ami, but I could see that's that more. That's the order they have it on like... the website. No, because like Koguma Utami on the website is like oh, the yeah. last match. It's second last. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, it's much lower. Yeah, it's okay, yeah, we'll go in that order then. Okay, so we're going to work off the order yeah. on the uh, We Are Stardom account. So, first match to preview is Mirai versus Saya Ida. Now, what are the points there? So, Mirai is on 13, 
she yeah. uh, she technically have a chance to win. If she wins this, if she wins this, then uh, Julia is not eliminated because she could get two more. No, she can't. She could win. She can't win. She can't win. No, she can't win. Yeah, that's crazy. Mariah is out of contention. Yeah. Uh, because if she wins, then Julia would have to lose. But if Julia loses, then Suzu wins. Um, now I think about it, I don't think anybody could win except for Hazuki, Ju- uh, Suzu, or Julia. It's crazy. It's good, but crazy. But we'll have to we'll have to figure it out. Because I think Starlight Kid is in with a chance. No, no? she's out. She, she tweeted at Azumi that she's sorry that she can't make it to the finals. Oh, interesting. Well, how? Because yeah. that was like, like they both were well, like, oh, we, she, should, we should meet each other. In the well, well, maybe because if she wins, oh, yeah, Suzu. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but if, if, like, it, yeah, it's pretty much just like if Suzu wins, she eliminates anybody who could get to 16. Um, and if, uh, or except for Hazuki. And if Julia wins, then she is, she outpaces literally right. everybody because nobody okay. can make it to All 17. Right. Mariah is out anyway, so I'd probably give her the win here over Ida. I, I think, I think Ida is, is, the one i don't know he's probably the... saving sets for important matches um the next match is momokogo versus unagi sayaka um i can see unagi winning that kind of building up to a big win on the last day yeah her and hanan are the only people to lose 10 matches um every time i look at these tables i am reminded how poorly unagi yeah. has done like just like in another way it's like damn that's crazy. So yeah, I, I mean, she. I really hope she wins this, because uh, you know she she deserves at least four points. <laughs> um, now the next match then is Mina Shirakawa versus Natsupoi. Um and I feel like that could go either way because you could have Mina win to finish on the same amount of points as Natsupoi, which would be a good way of establishing that they are equals and that Mina hasn't really been left trailing by by Natsupoi joining the group or can have Natsupoi win and finish as one of the top names in the block. Yeah. So, um either one really makes sense. I mean I predicted Yeah, I'm I'm I thought Natsupoi would win this and like but I expected Mina to do a lot poorer. Yeah. Uh, honestly. So, you know, I, I could see her making it to ten and like, you know, making sure that she is a step above the people under ten and the people you know, I mean, uh but at the same time I could also just see Natsupoi winning. Especially since Minari has that title match, uh, it seems against Saya, uh, possible. Yeah. So I, I don't think she needs to make it to ten, though it would probably be good momentum for her. I, I think not to play once this stuff. All right, fair enough. Um, the match after that then is Azumi versus Saki Kashima. Um, so I... not to not to derail you, by the way, but they're probably the order wise, they're probably doing all blue yeah. then all red. But we're we're building do. up. But. Um, so Saki has been playing the spoiler for most of the tournament. If she wins, she would be perfectly six and six, which feels too perfect to not do. Um, yeah. But um, you maybe want Azumi to win just to keep things tense. Does the issue Tam is... have a tiebreaker over Azumi? Tam does have a tiebreaker. Or no, no, Azumi oh, beat Tam. Okay. That's the issue: is that if Azumi wins this. Uh, like everybody's eliminated. Right, so Saki's winning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, if wait, if if Azumi wins this, then everybody except for Micah is uh, Micah and Shuri are the only people who can win. Right. Uh, if Azumi wins this match, which 
Yeah, I don't think they would do, because you're not going to make the other matches yeah. meaningless like that. All right, then. Um, yeah, it's a shame. I, I you know, Azumi in the finals is obviously the dream, but uh, just the way that the blocks laid out, I just don't see it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, not her year, sadly. Um, uh, the next match is Omoanabe versus Hazuki. So most people assume Momo would be winning this from jump, basically. Um, but Hazuki goes to 16, then only Julia can win. Suzu would upset Julia, Hazuki would go through. Uh, Julia beats Suzu, nothing matters, Julia goes through. Uh, those are the options here. Yeah. So it depends on how true of a spoiler they want Suzu to be. Uh, I could see it going down as Suzuki getting the Goto run, where you know, uh, she wins this match, goes to 16. Suzu and Julia have a crazy match. Uh, could even go to a draw, and then Hazuki goes through uh, off of that. But I still feel like Julia is the winner yeah. of the tournament. So it, it would just make a lot more sense for Hazuki to just lose, make it a true final between Suzu and Julia. Um even though I feel like Kazuki over Momo feels like something that should happen, Momo hasn't gotten enough points to kind of, you know, I think her spoiler status in this year's tournament is kind of where it's at. So I, I could see. Yeah, well, well Momo's going to come away from this off the back of three big wins. You know, she's going to beat Julia, Ayu, and Hazuki to, to continue being yeah. strong. So I could see that being the way. Um, I feel like even if they do change the card order, feel like you could have you know uh julia and suzu go to a draw and then momo beats hazaki to, to send julia through like i feel like you can there's a lot more uh versatility in a momo win but yeah to be fair they did this not the same thing but they did similar last year with shuri where it's like shuri went the distance uh and then had to wrestle again and won yeah yeah so i mean i could i could see that being the case again or Hazuki wins and it becomes Julia has to win or go home either way. Um, Which I think, I think if Julia is not winning this tournament, the coolest thing to do is Julia uh, Suzu draw, Hazuki runs through and yeah. faces. Uh, I mean, can you who are we, who are we kidding here? Julia's winning. <laughs> like, Yes. But no, <laughs> if there, there's no, there's no books. Uh, there's... No, I know. I know. I know. I know. Death taxes. Julia wins the five star. Yeah. Although we are going to say that every year until she actually wins it, so you know it's it's fine. That's true. Um, you said that last year yes. and the year before, I think. Um, the next match then is Tami Haishishta versus Koguma, and again, this is one that since basically day one we've all been like, okay, Koguma is is winning. Um, I don't know. But then that means Koguma ties Utami at fourteen. That's kind of yeah, crazy. That is a bit of an issue. Like Utami's the ace. Oh, well, I don't know. I mean, I feel like Utami might move through. I feel like Utami, if especially yeah. if Julia simply goes oh, through. They're not doing Julia. Utami. I could see it being they're Utami. They're not Julia. doing Julia Utami. There's not a hope they do that without months worth of build. Yeah, that is the match. I'm, I'm struggling trying to find ways that Tam doesn't win this block out. This has been the case since the second that this goddamn tournament started is me trying to find a reason for Tam to not win this win this block and it just being Julia Tam. 
uh I mean yeah, I think I think Koguma probably takes the it takes yeah. it, especially since oh. Utami winning would make it impossible for Tamiya. Oh, yeah. And everybody but See, as well as that, if Utami wins, then Risa Sarah is out as well. Risa Sarah's out already. She? Well, you know, she's she's like yeah, she's only completely fucked then if, if Utami wins. So I feel like Risa Sarah has a chance, uh, no? She's on thirteen. Risa Sarah the the I did this math because Risa Sarah was my pick. Uh, the only way oh, Risa Sarah that, yeah, wins yeah. this tournament, Micah and Himeka draw. We I said yeah. I said this off off air. If if Himeka and and Micah draw, Risa Sarah beats Shuri, then it's a three way tie between Himeka, Micah, and Risa Sarah. Uh, Risa Sarah beat Micah, mm-hmm. but didn't beat Himeka, or the other way around. Um, so that would mean that it would be a playoff between Risa Sarah and Himeka to win the block. That's the only way for Risa Sarah to win this win this tournament or win this block at least. Fair enough. So. Fair enough. Okay, so Tommy does have the tiebreaker over Tom though, so cannot have Tommy winning. So yeah, Tommy right. loses the Koguma. Um, the next match is Sayakamatani versus Ami Sore. Um, now that is an interesting one. Part of me feels like Saya can't lose this. Uh, because she's lost two in a row, and she's gonna lose a third. Uh, and also, Ami has a future title challenge, so it's not like she like is in the white belt picture or needs to be in the white belt picture yeah. right now. Um, though from the jump, I saw this as an upset. I think Sai Kamatani wins this. She moves up to fifteen. She lost to Julia. She's out anyway. Uh, yeah, I think Sai finishing on fifteen yeah. points is a strong marker for the white belt champion. So, yeah. I would I would have Saya win. Um, the next match then is Tam Nakano versus Saki. Uh, so Saki is out uh, altogether. Tam is still in play, and I assume Tam wins here. Um, because again, I think she's going to the final. Uh, if she's not going to the final, I definitely see her losing this one, and maybe Utami beats Guma um, instead. Who is? Who is after this? I can honestly see Micah moving through. I don't know. She feels Micah, or Micah feels through. almost too predictable. Like she is Probably the Micah. perfect losing finalist. That it almost feels too to predictable. Um, plus a plus the DDM a total DDM final would be something. Yeah, I mean we all said that the DDM golden era was over, so I don't think we can go back on that. I think we can. I think. I think. I think we can. I I could see. Yeah, because I mean, like, if and then where's 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 Shuri at? Where's Shuri at? Shuri's at fourteen. So if she wins, he's losing to. Did Michael? He's. Well, she is, but like to raise the stakes at the end of the show. Uh. To me, Micah and Himeka drawing feels like a very obvious result. And they both make it to yeah. 15, even. Then Tom tie. wins the block on 16. Neutral. And Shuri is on 14 after losing to Risa Sarah. So we've just that. previewed three matches in one go. So Tom winning, draw, and then Risa Sarah over Shuri. Yeah, Risa Sarah's going over Shuri regardless. Yeah. That's, that's definitely what's happening. Uh, I think... 
Saki beating Tam feels like a great upset if Tam isn't going oh, through. You know what, but though? You if know what we feel is happening. We have to remember. It's possible that the person with the most points in their faction is going into that IWGP tournament. So. Uh, Tam, Cosmic Angels is yeah, in it. But, so, see, like, Azumi probably has to finish ahead of Utami because Azumi is probably in it. She has to finish on more points oh, yeah, than Saya as well. So maybe this, if Azumi wins, <laughs> then no, Azumi. If Azumi simply, if everybody in Queen's Quest loses, then Azumi goes through to the IWGP I... match. Um, if Sa if Saya wins, then she goes through. Obviously, uh, you just added like a whole fucking seventh dimension yeah. to the shit. God I damn forgot. you, Alex. Because they never really <laughs> specified it, but I assume that's what they meant by. GP results will decide who goes. Um, which is, I thought they meant like head to head. So like, um, Azumi going over Utami means that she goes in. Uh, Mayu over Hazuki means that she goes. Possibly, I don't see. They didn't specify, so that that would have been helpful. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> so yeah, maybe the results get changed around, and Azumi finishes as the highest QQ person to go through. Hey, I'm I'm all for a Zumi winning block. I'm gonna be See, like, I'm, uh, <laughs> you know how yeah. it is. You know, what I mean, like, I don't know now. This is very, this is um, very confusing. I don't know either, because that's that is the issue is that Zumi just has tiebreakers on is everybody our, except for oh wait, my, God, God's Eye isn't in it either. So it, it stars a way to tie QQ Cosmic Angels. No, no DDM. Um, okay. The DDMs would have to be between Micah and Hameka. However, somebody yeah. has to win Micah versus Hameka. Micah, wait, no, it's... No, but Micah is already has so a match. Hameka's beaten Micah. I think you're riding too... I think it might literally just be like, oh, if somebody did terribly, what then they're not going not? to the... What if it's tournament? whoever finishes with the most points in their faction? Then... That's a big what if to be basing our entire predictions on. That's the point of being podcasters. <laughs> We're meant to think ahead. <laughs> we are analysts. We no, are no, analysts. That would add a whole other dimension because then Himeka beats Micah. That complicates things. Um, or, you know, uh, Ami is beating Saya. I think Himeka would just go through if she beats. Except she didn't beat Tam, oh. did she? Jamaica and Tam are probably the big, most likely to go through, yeah. like just in terms uh, of math. Like they wouldn't the most do Jamaica uh, as a finalist again soon. I don't know. They like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. It's been two years, but yeah, three, two, two, just two. two. Years, two years. Um, so I don't, I don't see her being a finalist again. So maybe Jamaica and Tam top the block on sixteen each. And Tam goes over. Yeah, because Tam did beat. Make it right. We're not completely wrong there. Yes. Okay. She did. So yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe Azumi, Azumi loses. Utami loses. <laughs> Tam wins. Ami sorry wins. I don't. I don't fucking know. <laughs> um, right. Starlight Kid versus Mayu Utani. Um. This feels winning. Like Mayu wins to go above. Azuki. Okay. Okay. I I thought I was crazy for feeling like Mayu wins oh, no. this. Still, uh, um, you're not paying off kid. No. Okay. Well, you could go. You could do I mean, a draw. The second year. I did feel like row. we had a draw early. 
this was the draw that yeah. I expected from the jump. Like this was, a, this draw, was the a draw, draw would still put uh, Mayu ahead of uh, Hazuki. I head to head. No, it wouldn't. It would, I'm, yeah. So yeah, assuming yeah, Hazuki yeah. loses to Momo, Mayu would be ahead of her and go into the tournament. <sighs> it is the highest point getter. Yes. This completely threw me off my yeah, rhythm. This, I this whole I don't know. It's, shit. it's very difficult because they never specify. If you're but... wrong, then this this headache is is on yeah. you. But what if it's what if I'm right no. and then all of our predictions are correct and we look like geniuses? I'm just I'm just going with what you're predicting. <laughs> okay. I, I don't even know all anymore. Right. Um, but no, I, I think I think my over kid makes sense. Uh, and I mean, it could be a draw. I'd be rocking with the draw. I've been saying it should be a draw. I think, you know, Mayu beat Kid last year, yeah, uh, and then a draw this year, and then maybe at some point next year, Kid finally gets that win over Mayu in maybe not even tournament, but yeah. just in general. Uh, I could see that being the way they go with it. But yeah, either Mayu wins or they draw. Yeah, is, is where I'm at. Um, and then we have Hika um, and Hameka, which we have either Hameka winning or a draw. Yeah, I mean, maybe I don't know. I feel a Michael win is also. I'm rocking with the Michael win, but then Shuri's eliminated because Micah beat yeah. Shuri. Well, I correct? think Shuri is eliminated anyway. If Tom goes up to sixteen, then what are we doing? Wait, Wait. no, she isn't. She's on fourteen points. All right, yeah. So no, Shuri, Shuri beat Shuri yeah. beat Shuri beat. So Shuri would still be alive. So yeah, maybe. Okay. So yeah, make a win. Omega wins, yeah. Then um, we have Julia versus Suzu. So, again, depending on how results play out, um, this could end in a draw and Julia could still go through, which I think would be smart, or Julia simply wins. Yeah, I Suzu think... Suzu can't win, because that would completely mess everything up. Um <laughs> If she wins, then uh, it would either be her or Hazuki going to the final. And that would be a complete, you know, wrench in the plans. Yeah. So a Suzu win isn't likely, but I think a draw where Julia ends up going through anyway is a possibility. Um, But you could also just have Julia win. Um, Yeah, I feel like, I feel like Suzu beating the shit out of Julia, like hitting the tequila shot halfway through her second locomotive German time limit oh, yeah. draws. And then Julia has to, has to like really fight for her life. They love doing, they've done Tam that. They've done that the last two years. Well, Cause yeah. they did it with Utami first. Her and Siri went 20. And then she wrestled Hameka. And the last year, yeah. Siri wrestled 20 with Takumi went on to win the final so they the do chance, like yeah. having the winner have a grueling draw and block play so i think it would also it also maintain the suzu julia rivalry if yeah. suzu was that close to ruining her entire her entire you know rise That's to the true. top so yeah we have uh i think it, we've talked draw. ourselves into a draw there i have a few draws yeah <laughs> um, i mean that that that's that's why I'm kind of thinking maybe Mayu simply beats yeah, Kid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and this is the draw of the night. Uh, Himeko over Micah, and yeah. then this is the draw. Right. I'm, I'm here for it. And then Risa Sarah over Shuri. I feel like everybody 
let's call that. Yeah, All right. Obviously. So that means our final would be Pam versus Julia. Um. Man, that's gonna have to be our fucking cover. Cover. Yeah. I'm gonna. And die. obviously, Julia is winning. Like, I, I feel like that's that's the. I mean, if it's if it's Tam versus Julia, then yeah, definitely. I mean, if it's Tam versus anybody, it's Julia. Or if it's Julia, yeah. Versus like, if it's Julia, because I mean, the people who go through. Is the like... only, the only person is if Utami by hell or high water finds a way to make it to the final. Utami is the only person with a shot. Even at then. Julia. Uh, and I, I doubt they run happens. back yeah. Utami and Siri again. Well, because well, oh, yeah, because they can back. already do it. So why <laughs> would you have Utami win tournament when you already have the match done? Like you're you're She's not going to run ace. it back at Sumo Hall again. I don't. I don't think Utami finds the, like Utami is a non-factor yeah, pretty for much in this pretty much in this final. Uh, but of like the names in Red Stars, the only person that could conceivably beat Julia. With Julia in the mode that she's in, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, so, you know, yeah, Julia just wins against whoever it is. Yeah, because I mean, Himeka isn't beating Julia either. Um, if she went through, uh, Azumi wouldn't, and Siri, I mean, yeah. probably wouldn't have Siri beat her. Um, you're not having Siri go to the final Micah anyway. Doesn't... Yeah, Micah doesn't no. beat Julia. Um, so yeah, that's why I mean, is that just like of anybody? Who... In Red Stars, yeah. almost nobody's beaten her. Um, so I think that's it. We've tried our best. Um, we've confused ourselves and probably you. But at the end of the day, the results that matter here is we have Risa Sarah over Siri. We have Hameka over Micah. We have Tam beating Saki, which would send Tam through to the final uh, as a red block representative. We have uh, Momo beating Hazuki and julia versus suzu going to a draw which sends julia through as the blue stars representative and then julia beats tam in the final and we finally get after years of waiting julia with the crown she yeah. if she if she brings up you know who um, after winning this tournament i will ball <laughs> my eyes out she also oh, won man. this tournament and julia with julia's whole thing has been connection so yeah that might happen so have the tissues ready on hand just in case um yeah that's it we we are finally at the home stretch of the five star grand prix we're here um i'm almost amazed uh we will be back at some point to review this show we did last year do like a live well not a live thing we did like an early like yeah, a, a special reaction this year's final is on Saturday, so that's kind of difficult. I work, yeah, yeah. I work Saturday. So, Sunday, so it might be Monday, which would mean it would release on Tuesday. We'll have to wait and see. Um, but either way, we will be back with you next week to talk about the GP final. We'll review the matches. We'll talk about the winner, um, see anything else that was maybe set up. And we will then preview what's to come after, which is uh, they have a weekend there's like four shows in the space of a week. So stardom back to being stardom. Yeah, and it's, it is bad. It is Toyama, Aichi, when are we going to, like and Totori. They are in the dregs. When are we going to have like a, a retro day, bro? Uh, like I, I want, like we were talking about this. We really want to do like a retro Q&A episode. But no, a show on the 9th, no, you the 8th, you don't the 10th, and They're the 12th. Worse. They're starting to do shows on Wednesdays. Oh, and fuck. they are doing shows in the middle of nowhere. New Blood Five yeah. is on that Wednesday. That's Thursday. This show is about to get horrible. Oh my god! 
Oh yeah. my God. It oh, it just know, keeps going. So listen, we'll be back with you next week. Enjoy the Jesus GT final. Uh, it's it's airing live, so make sure you check it out somehow, some way. Uh, and watch Asuka and Makoto versus Ayami Sasamura and Rika Kaju because it was great. And with that, we will close the show. Um, unless Dylan has anything to say. Um, I, I hope you guys have enjoyed our five-star coverage. I know that we've kind of uh, gone mad and just started do, becoming a comedy podcast at a certain point uh, throughout it. Like a very bad uh, you know, hey, whoa, whoa, we, we get a lot joke. of uh, good feedback on the bits. At least yeah, three times true. in the but, past month, we have an episode called Generational. So <laughs> that's true. That's true. We, uh, as as analysts, putting my glasses up to my nose, um, as analysts and as as funny people who talk about women's wrestling, I hope you guys have enjoyed our coverage, and I hope you stick with us through the uh, terrible terrible thing that is stardom house shows every week because it, it's about to we getting back in the trenches as of oh yeah so, hope you guys have enjoyed and you guys enjoy next week and the week after and the week after and all that so all right love you guys um oh that was cute if you want to stand you may stand if you want to sit you may sit believe today shine tomorrow you decide what you believe in joe joe Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Is inflation taking a bite out of your grocery budget? Andrews Federal Credit Union is here to help. Introducing our Inflation Buster Share Certificate with 5% APY for seven months now through December 14th. Bring your money to Andrews Federal Credit Union today. The Inflation Buster account must be open with new money. Andrews Federal Credit Union membership is not just for the military. We also serve the community. Visit andrewsfcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. APY equals annual percentage yield. Must have a $1,000 minimum balance to earn advertised APY.